Welcome to the Mythic Life Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brummett, and today we're exploring the topic of anxiety, worry, mental dwelling, and that journey to heal it. I'm so excited for you to be joining today. We're really going to be diving deep into this one. Listen all the way through. I have some really helpful insights and some great tools that you can focus on and develop to really work on this mental state and help you really understand that it's actually the function of a great ability within us that we're using to tackle problems rather than create the life of our dreams. A mythic life is free from the constraints of old stereotypes, led by the adventurous soul that is striving for joy, fulfillment of purpose, and the quest for higher growth and connection. A person that believes there is more than meets the eye, that is living the lifestyles that want to break free of the societal norms, explore their mystical abilities. There is greatness within everyone and a soul desiring for joy. Welcome. Thank you for joining me today. I am your host, Eric Brummett. I decided to bring my work to this podcast to really help people understand deeper certain topics that may be happening in their life and their health and to help inspire those to really think outside the box that can get into a really fulfilling life. I've been in a private practice doing Theta healing for the last 23 years and um, I've really been graced with the opportunity of helping so many people. It has been such a wonderful journey to be of support to people healing, for them to discover aspects of themselves that were dormant, that were sleeping, and to help them really cultivate their talents. I've really focused on health with people. And what a lot of people that come in, if it is working with a disease, a disorder, an emotion or a relationship issue, a financial struggle, whatever it is, there seems to be a really common factor within all of it. And it has a lot to do with our thoughts, it has a lot to do with our thoughts and our feelings and our behaviors. It's a real focus of the modality of Theta Healing, which is the main modality I practice of looking at the subconscious beliefs and um, how they manifest, how they attract and create the situations of our life, the health issues of our life, the struggles of our life, and how through those struggles, we learn and we grow, we evolve and we change. And so many people I've worked with really suffer from anxiety. Anxiety is a really broad mental health place. It, it is something that in one form or another, I think most people can resonate with because it has to do with the sense of capability and capacity, right? So anxiety is where we face situations that are overwhelming, that feel like they threaten and drive an instinct in us to want to fix and protect. And it drives the mental focus that we have. And it creates emotions as a fuel for us to prioritize problems. And um, as much as that is a good function, you know, we, we shouldn't ignore 
the challenges of our life. We shouldn't ignore the problems. Yet, as a behavior, sometimes it becomes such a dwelling, such a place of focusing on the problem that it actually creates more problems and it becomes so depleting. You know, when we have this place of mental dwelling out of worry. And, you know, I really want to focus on worry in today's episode because worry is, it's a really dynamic emotion. You know, it has those elements of fear, it has that anxiety to it, it has that attachment to care. We worry about what we care about, right? The worrying mother, the worrying business owner, the worrying father or friend, right? So, this element of worry is a fuel. We see things happening in our life, we see things happening in the world, and we care. We want to see joy. We want to see people being happy. We want to see this place being beautiful, which it is. And yet, we see that there's an opportunity for it to grow, for it to be even better. We worry about that friend facing a sickness. We worry about that family member financially struggling, right? It's something that is so ingrained in us. It's, it's literally programmed into our DNA to worry. And what this does to our thoughts is it makes it so that we prioritize and focus on the problem. We give it our life force. We give it our attention and time. When we think of our life force, when we think of time and space, these are our greatest commodities. These are the biggest things in our life. When you give things time and space, when you give them your energy and life force, you're giving it your spirit. You're giving it your manifestation. You're, you're focusing your free will into whatever that place is in your life. You know, this is something that I remember having a lot at a few different points in my life where I cared so deeply about the people in my life and I was worried for what was going to happen. I didn't trust their free will and the choices they were going to make, right? I even at times would worry about a client that I had. And what this was coming out of was that I felt like something was outside of my control. It felt unsafe, the situation. And these are the trigger points, right? These are the places that we run into. And, and when we worry and when we focus on the problem, it then activates that mindset that dwells, that focuses on the problem. And we're trying to find solutions and we're navigating through it and we're fighting with the topic in our head, in our thoughts. And this just can wipe out the energy of the body, right? I know this is kind of like we're diving in here. This is kind of a heavy topic. So just know we're, we're going to really flush this out. We're going to get to that place of really finding those tools that can help alleviate this because that pattern can hinder so many things in our life. You know, one of the most common things that I know is people that run into that mental dwelling and worrying, 
it affects their dreams. It, it affects their ability to fall asleep. Right. I have a friend that she is such a, a talented empath. She is very creative. And yet she grew up with a family that was very business driven. And her father is very successful. And she wanted to achieve that success. Right. She wanted to prove herself to her father a little bit. And she goes to, to college, going to business school, and it was overwhelming. The the workloads, the topics, it, it was something that took so much effort for her to be successful at because it wasn't exactly fitting her genuine personality. And it was affecting her relationship with food. She struggled with eating things more nutritious. She was craving all of those like junk food things in order to deal with the stress and the overwhelm of the anxiety. And she was so worried about what people would think of her and what her grades were going to be. And, and as she navigated through that, you know, she ended up graduating and doing well and getting placed at a corporate job. And, you know, that beginner level and they throw everything at at these roles usually where it just kind of becomes this huge workload. I remember her telling me when she started working they said, "Well, expect long hours, you know. You're you're going to be here, you know, 12 to 16 hours a day working and it was so consuming that when she would come to me when we would do sessions and when we would meet she didn't talk about that being the problem. The problem that she would always talk about was, oh, the foods that I'm eating. And, and I have a hard time enjoying the foods that I'm eating. And I just turn to more stress things. And my mind gets so active at night, even though I feel exhausted. And then I can't sleep. And then I wake up tired and groggy. And then I struggle with focusing at work. All right. These are the complaints that she had when she was talking about more herself. And so, you know, this is a friend of mine and yet a lot of friends of mine, you know, we, we do exchange sessions, we work together and stuff. And, and so doing belief work with her, because that's a major focus that we do in data healing is working on beliefs. Because what happens is that when our mind dwells on a problem and it gets into that complaint place, that negative ticker tape of thought, right? Our thoughts are always present. Our mind really actually never goes to complete silence. It's not supposed to, it's processing energy that turns into language, right? And so this place, when we get into that place where the thoughts can become dark or heavy or negative is those limiting beliefs from our subconscious talking. They're, they're literally asking to be released, right? So as we're mentally dwelling and we're going to more of a hard negative mindset, we're tapping into our subconscious. We're starting to allow for those limiting insecure beliefs that could be from our childhood, they could be from our DNA, they could be from cultural expectations that we've adopted around us. All these programs of like, I'm not good enough, 
I'm unsafe, I'm insecure, no matter what I do, it'll never make a change, right? Like all these types of heavy negative places are the programs that want to be healed. As we find technique, as we find modalities to reprogram this part of ourselves, where we can really work on reprogramming our our subconscious, it takes all of that depleting mental focus, that dark place out, right? Instead of trying to fight these types of thoughts and use affirmations to step into positive thinking, right? We always hear this like, oh, you know, look for the good, think positive. I was actually one of the my dad's final words, you know, his his advice to his children, to me and my brother and sister was look for the good, you know, and it is so true. Yet, are you trying to leap over the hurdle of your limiting beliefs to get to that optimism? And I know I'm jumping around here. So let's bring this back. Let's bring this back to focus. And this may be speaking to you, you know, if this is something that you really resonate with, it can heal and change. Working on anxiety is really about this first place of cleaning out these limiting beliefs. As we work on these limiting beliefs in our subconscious, that negative mental chatter goes away. The mental dwelling will still remain because it's actually a talent. If you are facing anxiety, if you are facing mental dwelling and having a place of a habit of worry, you're actually a very talented person. You're highly intelligent. You're empathic. You care deeply and you are a gifted healer. You are a healer. Now, when I say that, it doesn't mean you have to quit your job and go out and start a healing practice. It just means that you're a person that can be a support and help transform the lives of others. If that is through inspiration of leading your life, if that is through your kindness, if that is through your care and bonding with friends and family, or maybe it is through an act of service, helping somebody out or having a practice. Something to explore. If you want to know more about that, you can always reach out to us. We really want to empower and invite in those healers because there's there's truly is a healer within everybody. And everybody has gifts. Everybody has intuition. So these gifts and this intuition is the mechanic that drives the focus. What we focus on, if we're focusing on problems, becomes the worry. And the anxiety comes out of a place of lack, this place of not feeling capable, not feeling good enough, not feeling safe. So as we dive into this and work on these places of safety, as we work on these past memories and heal this, the anxiety vanishes. You're still going to care though. So as we look for technique, as we look for 
how to empower our talents, our natural abilities, is when the worry transforms. And when we give our mind something to work on that actually brings in the manifestations of our life, you know, instead of worrying about things of the free will of others, right? So I have a lot of people I love and care about. I can be a support to them. I can be an influence to them. I can be an inspiration to them. I can be a listening ear and hold space for them. But when it comes to their life, I cannot make their choices. I cannot make the actions for them. Okay. So ultimately, it's about having acceptance for those that we care about. And what's coming through is an invitation to learn how to love more unconditionally, which is one of the greatest lessons any intuitive or healer can have is to open that up. And this is the invitation the universe is giving us. Whatever the struggle is in our life, whatever we're working on these things of like worry, anxiety, depression, health issue, struggle with money, whatever it is, it is an invitation for us to have growth. It truly is. And there's always an opportunity of stepping into it. And we can have acceptance for the situations that are happening for choices that are happening with others. And I know that can be really tough sometimes. You see potential in people, right? That's the mental dwelling. That's the the hidden magic behind this ticker tape of the thoughts and focusing on problems. You can't be a healer without being able to recognize problems and see solutions. That's what being a healer is, is we look for what needs to be healed and then look for how to heal it, right? And we see the potential and the opportunities in the person. So of course, of course, this is happening. As we bring it into more of this place of magic, when we bring it into a gift rather than a hindrance, and we work on reprogramming our subconscious so it's not coming out of a place of insecurity and lack, and I'm not capable, we then feel safe. We then feel secure within ourselves, And then with practicing acceptance, it invites in a higher place of love. And this transforms. We are mythic life, free thinkers, deep feelers, courageous trailblazers. We own our myth with our vibes, how we think, feel, and act. We believe that love is a given, not something earned, that spiritual is sexy, and kindness is cool, and earth is sacred, that everybody has superpowers, and life is too boring without magic. We walk our talk, and when life gets real, we heal. We choose our path and make it epic. And I want to thank you all for joining me today. I know this as a topic can be really stirring. You know, if you're hearing this and it really speaks to you, we want to be of support to you. Come check us out at mythiclife.com. We have a lot going on that could really help you, that could help transform anything that you're facing. 
we're wanting to really call in that community. So, you know, there's a lot of others here with us that have made that pathway. They've come into a different place and a lot that are still on that journey. So check us out, check out our website, see our offerings, mythiclife.com. Join the community, join the conversation. You know, our socials, Instagram at the mythic life, our YouTube channel for more helpful hints is look us up mythic life, you know, subscribe to us there. We have a lot going on our Facebook group. If you really want to start to connect in with the community is the mythic life experience. And every month we do have a live free healing circle and intro nights coming up. So look for our stuff join our email lists so that you can be updated of our offerings. And uh, thank you all for joining today, everyone. Uh, Remember, you are so gifted, you're talented, you are light. And I look forward to seeing you all next time. Our podcasts do come out on the second and the fourth Monday of every month. This coming fall, we'll be bringing back some really incredible, inspirational people So we will be having guests again starting in September through November. And I look forward to seeing you all soon. Thank you so much for joining me today, everyone.